two wizards. Two wizards? Two wizards. Two wizards. I think I can cook well. Um, we've had all these episodes on food and cooking. Uh, you and I participated way back when in uh, the great stake off of, mm-hmm. what was that, like 2015 or something? <laughs> like that. Yeah, before you had moved. Yeah, but before so. I'd moved, something like that. But even every <laughs> once in a while, even every once in a while, I like, you know, hey, let me try and mix it up. Let me do some different things. Um, and so we did. The Mrs. Wizard and I, we uh, bit the bullet. Uh, what was this? Would this be like four weeks ago now? Three weeks ago now? Uh, and we've been doing the. Oh. Yeah. Really? Because, like, we got, you know, some sort of spam thing. It's like, oh, get all these, like, f- free extras and, uh, you know, the bonuses and, like, discounts off. And so we decided, yeah, you know, let, let's give it a shot. Um, and, yeah, like, it's been fun. It's been fun. It's nothing, like, earth-shattering. It's not like, this completely changes everything about cooking. It's just like, uh, <laughs> it's like, oh, add a little sour cream, and now you have, like, a creamy pasta sauce. Ah, neat. <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, is but, it like beneficial mm-hmm. it's like are you learning new things well yeah or, or, or even like so so they yes they come with the ingredients but they also come with these big like recipe cards and if nothing else i've just been like saving those recipe cards to be like okay so i can like come back to this and like kind of zhuzh it up a little more or like so i'm, I'm trying to like expand my culinary um uh her- horizons trying to do some different stuff we had a tagine like a couple weeks ago and it's basically like a Moroccan stew kind of a thing and it was delicious and so I thought yeah I could do this I could I could do something like that so also I'm gonna say like I also man if I thought I was getting like inundated with um before now that I'm officially signed (laughs) up it's like send to your friends a free box with a dessert included and I'm just like okay stop it just like this is cool and all and I appreciate this but just I'm not gonna like join your uh pyramid scheme here. <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> i mean that being said if aforementioned company which i will be beeping out because we are not giving them free yes exactly right. wants to sponsor us here on the two wizards podcast we'd be more than happy to unbeep that out and you would love to tell them that it's not a pyramid scheme it's a triangle opportunity yeah exactly it's a it's a wizard's tower of potential <laughs> <laughs> Nah, guys, it's a pyramid scheme, but it's a magical pyramid. It's a magical 4D pyramid. pyramid. It's oh. a, it's a, it's an inverted one. So you know, it's a. <laughs> Isn't that just a hole in the ground where all your money goes? <laughs> oh, no, God. the sides are smooth. Shut up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh man! But yes. Yeah, so not only have I right been on. eating, yeah. Not only have I been eating well. And hey, buddy, if you want your promotional free box anytime, just just <laughs> let me know, and I will send that your way. Um, but it's also given me the strength and the sustenance to do all this wizarding magic. That is the Two Wizards Podcast. Welcome, everyone. So lovely to have you once again. My name is Josh, and I'm a wizard. And my name is Mark, and I'm a wizard in yellow... Yeah, wow. And yes, welcome back, listeners. Welcome back, Josh. Welcome back, me, too, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, you got me thinking about, like, the recipes and stuff, but then it's like... You know, I got a... I would say I've got about, conservatively, maybe 400 pounds of rocks. 
What's to stop us from, you know, Whizbox? 15 oh, bucks a month. Mark go. will send you a rock. I'll yeah. write a spell on a piece of paper and rub the rock on it. Who knows? Yeah. And then um, uh, I can I can I can comb out some uh, Quincy hair and like braid that into a little tassel, and you can get a. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll read your star charts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. You talk all the time about bathing the cats. We can Belle Delphina. She's a cat girl. We got cat. <laughs> you can have cat cat water. Like yeah, why not? Cat water. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Opportunities are everywhere, buddy. We just Oppor- gotta, yeah. We just, we just gotta, we just gotta be brave enough to <laughs> to take that next step. <laughs> oh God, that's awesome! Holy cow, that's great. Uh, well, you know what else is great and is often uh, a perfect pairing for a lot of these like make like prepare at home meal kits is this thing that continues to be in our wizards cans, wizards cups, good old. Paps Blue Ribbon. Now, I need to come before you and the <gasps> listeners with a heavy heart and tell you that I failed you guys. Oh, no, that's okay, though. It took... What is this? This is... This will be... This comes out on Valentine's... Oh, yeah, hey, Josh, happy Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, and also happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listeners, won't you be my five-star review? I don't know. I'm feeling weird tonight. Mm. Um, I couldn't find PBR. Like, I went to the store. Oh, they didn't wow. have it. And then I went to a liquor store, mm-hmm. and they had... They had the six pack of tall boys, but given my wizard's math from last week, I knew better than that. So whatever. Um, So what I ended up doing instead was buying something called Big Deal Brewing, brewed by Labatt. Oh. So okay. So and here's my here's my rationale. It's it's brewed by Labatt. Labatt makes blue Labatt blue beer, the Canadian Mm -hmm. beer, right? So Mm -hmm. it's P pretty close to being PBR, right? I don't. I don't know, but it's a golden ale, four point five percent. It's new to me, I guess. So yeah, well, and I close approximations, and and I'm also interpreting our you know year of PBR is is like like yeah, perhaps that specifically, but also just like generally, we're 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 easing up, you know, we're we're not making it a big like oh, I got to rush out and find a new thing, I got to like rush out and find this themed whatever um i have to you know spend 90 bucks on this cocktail and then i'm gonna have creme de menthe sitting on my (laughs) shelf for a year and a half so yeah i think we're just we're just like flowing with the go uh with whatever is in our cans and with that philosophy here's on you buddy cheers good buddy okay it's it's like if coors was good I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Right. Well, shoot. Maybe yes. I'll maybe I'll have to like look for you know. Hey, this is. Oh no, this is it. Perfect. We can do the two wizards like brew recommendations where you there send you us your astrology chart and um, you know uh, fifty milliliters of blood. It doesn't have to be your <laughs> blood. It could just be any blood. <laughs> and then <laughs> and then we will custom craft a. Uh, a, uh, a, a, a flight of beer for your for, for your enjoyment. <laughs> this is all Coors Light and PBR. Well, that's don't blame me. Blame the stars. <laughs> How's your sixty dollar a month subscription box? They sent me a bunch of forties. What is it? Cold forty five. I'm not mad, but no, I'm not I could buy this myself. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> 
for God, that's who I want to partner with. It's Colt Forty Five, and like oh, yeah, we just right? do some like new mm-hmm. label art for him. It's like you and me high five and like wizard. That's it. yeah. That's what we need. That's what we need to do. So. Well, but yes, you did also mention this, Mark, and you know, silly of me, I just got so, I just got so focused on uh, uh, eating, perhaps even preparing a nice um, uh, steak dinner, a little surf and turf, something like that for for uh, me and the Mrs. Wizard. But but yes, this is our uh, Valentine's Day episode, and mm-hmm. I think we have something very special in mind, an idea we've been kicking around for you know the last year or two, but wh- again, waiting for the right time. Uh, and that right time is now. So, mm-hmm. actually, even before we get into this, like, do you do any like specific kind of Valentine's uh, uh, traditions or routines? Is it is it typically a nice dinner at home? Do you try to go out somewhere? Do you always have steak? Do you always have seafood? Are there any like specific things that make that make or break Valentine's Day for you? Um. The day after when we go buy all the cheap candy. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's no, um, our anniversary is um, the 22nd of February. So hmm. Valentine's Day just is extra. You know, we just don't really yeah. bother with it. And we also found that, like, having it be, you know, eight days later, like, it, um, everything. So everything is not Valentine's Day now. So, like, a couple years ago, we went to Hawaii mm-hmm. and we had just missed the Valentine's Day rush. So, like, Things were kind of mellow and people were happy to see us, you know, like, right, you know, yeah. so we kind of slotted into a nice groove. But oh, man. You guys do anything? Um, we, we try to do a, a nice dinner. Um, we typically cook at home, um, but there have been a couple times that we've gone out um, to do something like that. Um, but yeah, we're not, we're not necessarily big into like the, um, like, like buying candy or like a big a bouquet of roses or jewelry or something like that. Like, I think when when, when we were first um, starting to date, I would try to do some stuff like that. So who knows? Maybe, I don't know, maybe I'll have to, um, yeah, like, get some flowers or something like that, too. That might be kind of nice. That might be kind of nice. But, yeah. Um, but, yeah, as far as anything like that, nah, nothing, nothing in particular. So... Yeah, I don't want to say it's like a lame holiday that's created by the government to make you spend money, but it's kind of a lame holiday created by the government to make you spend money, you know? Yeah, and uh, I, I can only speak for myself. I will not presume to speak for you uh, or for any of our listeners, but I will admit for the longest time, I did not have a sweetheart on Valentine's Day. So I would just like kind of brood for a little bit and then just play video games and drink and fall asleep. <laughs> so- yeah. So it's, I, it's not I like I, you know, had a whole like wealth of um, <laughs> 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 nothing, nothing quite like that for me. But okay, once again, once again, I'm all about you know talking all the good shit about well I, I'm a wizard and I don't need nothing, but I'm also all about you know being a total shill and theming when the day calls for theming. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, Josh, what are we talking about tonight? Well, what we're talking about tonight, Mark, is Maybe, maybe, dear listener, you find yourself in that position. Maybe, maybe you're coming up on Valentine's Day and you don't have a sweetheart. Um, and so Mark and I, we have, you know, what's that saying? Like, yes, there are plenty of uh, horrible fish demon in the sea. <laughs> <laughs> maybe one of these lovely ladies uh, would be up your alley. Or maybe one of these Lovecraftian ladies uh, might be <laughs> up your alley. <laughs> 
Uh, so if, if if you find that you don't you know maybe have have any plans for Valentine's Day, well hey, let oh no okay perfect, two wizards dating service right there. <laughs> we can, okay okay. Again, send us your send us your star chart and a little blood because we need that, uh, and then we will pair you up with your lady yokai. That's right, a <laughs> yilf, a yokai I'd like to fall in love with. <laughs> <laughs> You don't have to be lonely anymore at yokaionly.com. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to yokailove.com. As a flaming head, it's hard for one Yudo to get a girl. Thanks to yokai.com. Well, they found me my forever lady to torment. I'm going to go eat her baby right now. And you see her being chased down the this street. Will oh, but yeah, she's kind of having fun. Like, laugh ah. This will be. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yokai. Okay, yes, there it is. Okay, yokai. Plenty Perfect. of yokai. Yeah, there's. Uh, a- I'm trying to think of all the terrible. <laughs> um, uh, uh, um, what is it? J date. Uh, y yeah. date. Yeah, there we go. Um, yokai, we would like to forget about the world for just one day with Josh. Yes, yes that's yeah. right. Um, well, I don't know about you, Josh, but I, I, you know, I always write a theme with mine. But like, so. One thing we know about yokai is that they're like cautionary tales, right? You don't go yes. into the woods. You don't ignore your child. Clean your goddamn bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, and with this releasing on Valentine's Day, well, it's too late to impart cautionary lessons unless you listen to it first thing in the morning. But I wrote mine out tonight, my yokai, with a little bit of a... With, with the idea that maybe my young boy Ajax, who now is allegedly in that age bracket, he's mm-hmm. going to, you know, start fighting a valentine and he could stand a benefit from these. Okay. Okay, nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I I also, I, I don't necessarily have a theme other than I put myself, I I created an account on okay, Yokai. Um, if, <laughs> you know, if this is the universe without the Mrs. Wizard, where she and I never met, um, who, who, you know, and, and, and all these profiles are coming up, uh, uh, who do I see? And I don't even know. Like, swiping right means yes, or swiping left means yes. I don't even know. Uh, but uh, these are the profiles that I would maybe, I, I don't know, I could, I could maybe picture something happen that wouldn't, ha- happening with this lady yokai that uh, <laughs> wouldn't be too terrible. Like, she has okay. her, she, has, she, she, she may have her kind of rough edges, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. You'd swipe right on her? Is that what it is? See, I, again, because. Yeah, I don't know. We I... did our dating before that whole thing, and we were. Happily married before that whole um, uh, boro boro bumbler. Boro boro ton. Oh, no, no, okay, yeah, there it is. Boro boro tin tonder. <laughs> that's our. That's the name of our dating right. website. Casa O Bumble. I got nothing. It's all right. Um, Josh, tell me about your first lady of interest. Well, my first lady of interest uh, is uh, Takiyasha Hime, uh, which means... uh, Well, okay, also, listeners, get ready. Uh, As you may recall from some of our earlier yokai episodes, uh, anything Hime is a princess. means princess. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, hey, awesome. You know, marrying into royalty, perhaps. 
but uh, Takiyasha Hime means waterfall demon princess. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, according to one of our all-time favorite uh, sources, uh, yokai.com, uh, Takiyasha Hime is the daughter of Taira no Masakado and a sorceress who raised an army of yokai and attempted to conquer Japan. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, her story became popular in the Edo period and is depicted in novels, woodblock, prints, and kabuki. The details of her story vary quite a bit from version to version. So, I mean, you know, right off that bat, boom, she's a sorceress. I'm a wizard. You know, that's, you know, mm-hmm. huge compatibility check, you know, number one. Um, she's also very ambitious, wanting to conquer Japan, maybe the world. You know, I, uh, I'm not exactly a type A personality. I'm definitely the one where, uh, it's the Mrs. Wizard who goes up and says, excuse me, my husband didn't get fries with his hamburger. And I just kind of, (laughs) I just kind of shyly like sit in the booth. (laughs) So, yeah. Okay. There we go. Um, and, and so, yeah, those are some things. Um, so, uh, a few of the stories, um, after her father, uh, Taira no uh, Masakado, was defeated and his rebellion quashed, the imperial court declared Masakado's entire family to be traitors and ordered their execution. Two of Masakado's children, Yoshikado and uh, Sasuke Hime, somehow managed to escape their execution. They remained in hiding at a temple at the base of Mount Tsukuba for years. Satsuki Hime became a devoted nun, but her brother was not interested in religion. He spent his time exploring the mountains and playing at being a samurai. One day while exploring Mount Tsukuba, Yoshikado encountered a mysterious wizard named Nikushisen. Nikushisen informed Yoshikado that he was the heir of Taira no Masakado and gave him a magic scroll containing the secrets of frog magic. <laughs> Which, that's a... <laughs> That's a that's a great niche to, to fall into. Uh, Yoshikado returned to his sister and told uh, her everything uh, Nikushisen had said. He gave her the scroll and she studied it and also became a master of frog magic and took the name Takiyasha Hime. The two of them decided to fulfill their father's dream of overthrowing the emperor and ushering a new order using frog magic. It's <laughs> pretty cool. That's pretty damn neat. Yeah, it's awesome. It's awesome. Um, and so, right, and so, again, that's where, you know, various stories kind of go on and go on. To this day, today, many statues of frogs decorate Taira no Masakado's gravesite in uh, Kubizuka. The Japanese word for frog, uh, kairu, is a homophone of the word meaning return. Masakado's severed head longed to return to his hometown, and patrons hope that Masakado's spirit will kairu, uh, return, to heaven, and not cause any more harm on earth. It is also said that this reflects the frog magic that Nikushisen taught to his daughter, uh, Takiyasha Hime. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's also it's also kind of kind of fun. I don't know, just hopping around on big demon frogs. Uh, <laughs> Take it, yeah. <laughs> uh, listeners may again some of our like uh, uh, keen-eared and keen-minded listeners may. Say like, wait a sec, uh, Ty- Tyra no Masakado. That that kind of sounds familiar, and you're right because um, uh, his daughter uh, Takayashi Hime was also apparently the one who helped conjure up the uh, Gashadokuro, the giant rattling skull skeleton thing. 
Um, oh yeah. So yeah, like part of that same part of that same uh, 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 myth. Whether or not she used frog magic in that instance, I uh, kind of remains to be seen. But um, so yeah, we we've already kind of seen her. Uh, so uh, so yeah, I don't know. I, okay. I'll just you know, and, and and I figure you know, hey, just like stay on her good side. Um, feed her frogs, lots of I don't know, like bugs and stuff, and then yeah, it, it might it might yeah. just work out. It might just work out between us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Play your cards right. You might get a frog job. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But only on date three. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I don't want to think about that. It's yeah. cute. I like frog magic. <laughs> frog, yeah, fr- frog magic's pretty sweet. That's pretty awesome. So, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Takiyasha Hime, who started off as a nun, uh, but got a scroll of frog magic, and um, it was all it was all down downhill from there. <laughs> you reckon she gets? Hopping mad when you miss the date, Josh? <laughs> probably. Probably. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not going to just make stupid jokes all night. I need to stop. <laughs> no. I, no, no. If, listen, man. If, if that's not what yokai episodes are about, then I then I truly don't know what we're doing. So. Um, <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, yeah, that was the Also, first... happy number eight, Josh. Happy oh, yokai yeah. number eight. Yokai eight. Drink. Drink. Drink to that. <laughs> they, they said we shouldn't with yokai number four, and we just kept going. <laughs> we just kept... We just kept going five, six, seven, and here we are, lucky number eight. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that was that was at least one of my first ones. Mark, who who came across your um, okay yokai profile? The, the the one you set up for young Ajax as, as he <laughs> matures and, yeah. and grows. Well, you know, again, cautionary tales here, Josh. This is. Yep. How do I depart my fatherly lessons of love? Because we all know what a dynamo wizard I am when it comes to the bedroom magic. Wink, wink. First one is Unagi Hime. Uh, she comes to us from the Ainu people in the northernmost tip of Japan, around what we around the uh, Hokkaido region. And I don't need to tell you, Josh, that the Ainu have a pretty bad run of things, what with the subjugating and the forced assimilation. Yeah. And typically, I have a problem co-opting local indigenous legends for podcast fodder, mm-hmm. but. This is the eighth time we've co-opted Japanese legends for podcast fodder, so it's really better manners to include the Aino people in with the Japanese. Yeah. Inclusivity, man. Mm-hmm. And it's good manners, and you need good manners to impress this uh, slippery lady. Do you uh, you know what Unagi means, Josh? I believe I do, because it is one of my uh, go-to um, types of sushi. Uh, I believe Unagi is an eel, and I think even like a river eel, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. I think just eel. I don't. I don't know what ocean eel is. Mm-hmm. Um, I do know that eels occupy a weird spot in Japanese mythology, and that like they're supposed to be really good luck. In that right. um, they keep the whatever body of water they're in, they kind of protect it. And, like they'll keep out bad spirits. They're the pond or lake's protectors. But in being the lake and pond's protector, it's bad luck to catch them. It's even worse luck to eat them, but then on the other hand, you just mentioned that your go-to sushi was unagi, so we all know how this one ends. Um, I have also heard it said, again, maybe this will come up in in your telling or maybe not, I've also heard it said that unagi may be an aphrodisiac? Ew. Okay, gross. I'll buy that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um... Gross. Yeah. Ugh, I just, ugh. Very obvious associations there. Right. Um, 
Also, I was on 4chan in the 2008s. I know what happens when you search eel soup. Um, <laughs> Nagahime is the eel princess, Josh, and she's slippery to pin down. Because, you know, again, she's a princess, she's an eel... You would like the girl, but you can't catch her, let alone eat her. Right. Um, <laughs> Unage Ihime are shy, and they live at the bottom of the pond, spending their time weaving. Um, it is said that if you stand on a lakeshore alone, sometimes you can hear the clack of their loom. Oh, okay. They're also, they also do battle with other creatures, like I mentioned, trying to invade their pond, like giant crabs and or spiders, who... It, it's kind of a weird perpetual turf war, where just like... <laughs> Eels are always fighting with crabs and spiders. I don't know why. Uh, there's a there's a subtlety here I'm just not getting, but it's okay because I like the idea that eels protect you from crabs. I don't I don't know yeah. why. Like, there's something deeper about this. Right. Um. And most of the time, unage hime are strong and independent, and they don't need no man. But they're mm. also pragmatic, and they know how to ask for help. Should they, you know, it's it's easier to ask for help sometimes. Yeah, I can move the couch on my own, but it's good to have a couple strong hands. Mm -hmm. This is when Unagi Hime are said to enlist the help of humans of humans who are almost always men to come fight in their honor. Mm. Now, this is sexy yokai, and I don't need to tell you that I want to make sweet, passionate love to an eel, Josh, because <laughs> instead, Unagi Hime can change into super hot ladies, probably some of the super hottest ladies you've ever seen and the scenario is always the same oh come help me and you're like oh you're hot i'll come help you beat this dude up whatever <laughs> um <laughs> uh this very thing happened to a warrior named genbei who was walking around a pond on his estate when he met a super hot lady who activated the universal trap card of there's a scary spider in my kitchen come and kill it <laughs> and genbei said sure thing because he was a man and he also you know he knew that this is what you do for women is you go kill spiders but then he remembered that he himself had a crippling fear of spiders, and the fear of spiders outweighed the need to score, so he bitched out and stayed home that night. Uh, the next morning, while walking around his pond, he found the head, or he found the massive head of an eel on the bank, staring up at him with cold, hateful eyes. He knew what had happened. Those were the girl's beautiful eyes just the day before, and he had let her die. So, being crushed, under the being crushed under the weight of being called a coward, he threw himself into the pond, where he was probably eaten by its new owner, a giant crab. <laughs> There's a lesson in there somewhere, but I don't know what it is. <laughs> That's okay, because the lesson that we try to impart to young Ajax and all our progeny here, you need to let her come to you, dog, because sometime, uh, sometimes yeah. the quiet girl who knits is actually really cool, but she needs to get to know you on her time. But also, if she's never been hot and suddenly appears hot and is asking you for a favor, she's using you, bro, even yeah. if it is to just move a couch. Oh, oh man, that... Ugh. Lessons of love from a wizard. I just f flash back 20 years to when I was in high school. <laughs> man, yep. maybe this is how we should be framing it. Like, yeah, yeah like, l lessons that I would like to teach young young josh about <laughs> about heartbreak and love from from yokai oh god <laughs> screw ajax this is about me <laughs> this is about josh well if you don't mind my next one kind of plays into the last one oh yes please yes yeah please. so if you don't mind i'm just gonna double up here really quick mm -hmm. um so let's say josh that you do you, we're gonna put you into a gemba's getas so to speak Hi. and you are tasked with, in the name of doing battle, so you can get some eel sissy. Um, 
She gives you the address of the dude threatening her, uh, but it turns out to be downtown. So you go downtown, Josh, and come to find out this is like the southern side of town. If there is a good part, you are south of that good part. Um, you will find yourself in mostly pawn shops, places to cash checks, and massage parlors. Mm. Right? This is not a good place for a young wizard like you to be. No, no. Um, and as you seek the ass that you have been tasked with kicking, you spy a super hot looking woman. She's got pale white skin, which is only enhanced by her long black hair and gigantic poppin' titties that are barely concealed by her kimono. Because remember, this is also still Japan in the 1800s. Yep, yep. Right. <laughs> um, she beckons you over, and you look into her eyes, and at once they're cold and warm, but gentle and piercing. It's like the perfect fusion dance between Clint Eastwood and Anya Taylor-Joy. And you cross downstage to meet this mystery woman, Josh. And you really just take it all in. And she's opening her arms to you, and it's happening. And it doesn't matter that you just saw her. It doesn't matter that you are on an eel-based quest. It doesn't matter that you're in a shitty part of town. You are totally going to score, Beavis. You are totally going to score. She pulls you in for a kiss. You go weak in your knees. And she draws you into a web of her lust, wink, wink. And you notice a little prick, but it's not yours. Something just stabbed you. As you look down into her shapely legs... You realize there's six of them, and that's when you notice that this hot lady is actually a super hot spider towering over you. And you see her giant, bulbous, yellow abdomen ass thing, which would be pretty if it was part of the natural world on a regular thumb-sized spider, but it's, you know, bigger than a Volkswagen bus. And you realize that this was, in fact, the spider ass that you were supposed to kick as it shoots you with its spidery web goo, Josh. I'm sorry to say... You have just fallen prey to my second yokai lesson of love of the night, the Joru Gomu, or mm. the Whore Spider. <laughs> That's yeah, right, Josh. Hate, the Whore Spider. I hate. I hate when that happens, man. <laughs> Don't you just? Don't you just. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the story goes that a young, or that when a female golden orb weaver spider reaches the age of 400, she changes. She gets huge, she gains intelligence, and the ability to change into the hottest woman you've ever seen. Even hotter than Unage Hime. I'm, we're just saying it, man. Like, yep. she's hotter. <laughs> uh, she uses this newfound power to hunt her favorite food, which I'm sure you can guess is young men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, once she has you tangled in her sex web... She will prolong your death as long as possible, uh, draining you of your vital liquids in the way that only spiders can. Unlike other spiders, though, uh, Jorugomo are able to command legions of lesser spiders to do their bidding. So she has spies everywhere. She'll hear if you're talking that good shit about her. And when she realizes that you're onto her, and you realize that some of the young men are disappearing around the south side of town, Josh, so you and your buddy wizard Mark go to investigate, well, Mm. she's going to burn down your house in the meantime for meddling because these... (laughs) Fire-breathing spiders can also burn down your house. (laughs) This allows them to hide in plain sight in populated downtown areas right in front of humans. Mm. Um, There's an interesting note with uh, Jora Gumo's name. Uh, Where it used to be Horse Spider, now the kanji... So it was initially a cautionary tale about young men overdoing it with ladies of the night. Like, yeah, look, Mm. we all know you're going to go hit the geishas, but, like, Mm -hmm. pace yourself, little dog. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, later on, the kanji were changed to say, uh, entangling bride, and it then became a metaphor for, uh, women acting as gold diggers who will drain a man of his fortunes and then just leave him, you know, as a husk. I see. Yeah. Again, I can, I'm not condoning, but I can, 
I can see. Yeah, like I can see why that m- m- had the evolution that it did. Yep. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, even it's a good, you know, and this is my lesson of love for the young Ajax, that women and men are number one not to be trusted because even in good circumstances, they will drain your essential liquids, both physical and financial. But yeah. also, make sure you know what you're spending the money on, man. It's okay to take a girl out, but, you know, this is 2024. Yeah. You, She's got to meet you halfway. We're all doing things Dutch now, right? Yeah, right, exactly. And, and I have seen, I, I take... Uh, copious amounts of salt with these, but I have seen those videos of uh, supposed, I don't know, like, I, I don't even know if they're influencers, but like some dude will, you know, find a bunch of attractive young women and he'll ask, oh, how much does a guy need to spend uh, on you on a date? And they'll, you know, throw out these ludicrous numbers. I don't know how much of that is real. I don't want to put too much stock in, in some of that because it, it just seems truly outlandish in, in a lot of instances. And yet, at the same time, there is, I think, like, a fundamental truth there. Like, mm-hmm. like yeah, you know, the, the it, 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 it is this dance of, well, how much am I, like, trying to show off by, like, oh, no, like, paying is of no concern because I'm trying to present myself as, you know, someone who is capable and, and, and has all the success. And, and, and I want to impress. But then also on the other hand, from, from the other side of the equation, like, yeah, just don't be like going out uh, and, and saying like, look, you're trying to ch- take me to Cheesecake Factory. I didn't do all that. I didn't get made up. I didn't put on this dress. I didn't do all this just for you to take me to Cheesecake Factory. You're going to take me to a good place. And it's, and it's like, no, that's also, that's also extremely oh, yeah. toxic. And maybe you're a spider demon lady. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny and I just talked about this. Um, the the boy can't help it. It talks about how like Johnny had a problem because Hank is like, you know, really enforcing the gender roles of well, you're the boy, you pick where you go, you guys, you drive her on the bike, you pay for mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And my reaction was, well, yeah, dude, that's cool. In 2009, when we had pretty much you know still not broken families and heteronormativity was everywhere, like now the expectations change. People don't know how to if okay, so like. If you were to wake up tomorrow and just you like you were single, you weren't divorced, but you were single. Oh, like your Mrs. Wizard didn't exist, right? She got Ugh. Thanos snapped out, right? Yeah. I know it'd be terrible. I know you'd miss her. All that good shit. At some point, when you decide to start looking again, Josh, do you know how you would approach finding new love? Because I think I would just not bother. <laughs> like, yeah. No, I would have no clue. I would have no clue whatsoever. Uh, yeah. I, it would be. It would be. Like, I've also seen this, too, on either Twitter or Reddit, something like that. Like, like us us millennial types um, feeling like we just got on the last chopper out of Hanoi. And then there's all the, like, Gen Zs uh, still, still there. It's like, good luck, buddy. <laughs> You're going to need it. Uh, Pretty it much, is like, yeah. And it's like... As, horrible and uh insensitive or remark that is it's not wrong (laughs) it's not wrong yeah Yeah. man i i would have zero clue i'd have zero clue and even right like i've talked about you know my my middle sister she's she's uh uh married uh she's coming up on her uh what would this be her second anniversary um but then my youngest sister you know she's 
in her early 20s. Um, you know, mm-hmm. she's been kind of dating a little bit here and there. Uh, she had sort of, she's had some kind of like long-term boyfriends, but then they haven't really, you know, they've fallen apart for whatever reason. And yeah, I just, I have no idea. I would almost take my chances with, uh, uh, frog magic princess in this, in this climate. Yeah. Anyway, (laughs) I don't want us to get too, too depressed here, you know, as we're only three yokai in. So (laughs) what if we try something, you know, okay, here, here you go. Okay. So. So right, okay, so yeah, the Mrs. Wizard. Yeah, show me hope for the future. Who are you swiping right on when you need to rediscover love in a time of human papillomavirus? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. Well, I, I uh, grew up in Colorado, there in Alamosa, the San Luis Valley. You know, I wasn't I have- super super outdoorsy type, but we would go camping, we go hiking every once in a while, go fishing up there. Um. And I'm closing out the seventh year of being here in, in the Midwest. And boy, Mark, let me tell you, I'm I'm starting to miss those mountains, man. I I, I really am. Um, all of the all of the times where I go back and visit, it's very nice. Um, mm-hmm. and, and again, I haven't even like gone out and done outdoorsy stuff uh, when I've gone back to Colorado. But even just seeing the mountains, like man, oh, that's so great. So I can't help but think that you know maybe this next one might be promising. This is Yamahime. Mark, what does Yama mean? Mountain. This is Mountain Princess. Mountain Princess? <laughs> I came so close to doing Mountain Princess. Josh, why did you swipe right on Mountain Princess? Uh, so, Mountain Princess Yamahimi, uh, a.k.a. Yamaona, uh, Mountain Woman, a.k.a. Uh, Niyomejo, the newlywed bride, uh, she lives in the mountains. And uh, they... You know, like a lot of these other yokai, their specific appearances kind of vary from account to account, from story to story. But they usually take the form of beautiful, long-haired, fair-skinned young women. Um, They usually appear half-naked in tattered rags or in clothing uh, woven from grass or bark. Uh, But sometimes they wear 12-layered kimono. So, like, fancy, fancy. Um, uh, And... uh, what 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 they often do is is yes they live deep in the mountains far away from um, uh, uh, towns and, and and big human settlements, um, and they also live off the land. They will eat raw frogs and snakes, um, but they prefer... you eat frogs tonight, Josh. Yeah, exactly. Right. You know, <laughs> hey, that's a that's a specialty um, in some in some places. That's that's like that's fine dining. Um, but their favorite food of all is human blood. <laughs> Good Yama, Yamahime have beautiful singing voices and they love to laugh. Uh, however, those who hear their laughter will die or be driven mad by it. So also kind of like the sirens uh, from Greek mythology, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, um, I like that. So, you know... All of the pluses, all of the pros, live in the mountains, very beautiful, uh, just get away from it all. Negatives, try to eat your blood, and if you hear them laugh, um, uh, or, 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 and also pro, they have beautiful singing voices. Um, con, if, if you uh, don't get desanguinated by them, um, you'll be driven mad by their laughter. Which is difficult for me, because one, I love singing. 
And, you know, I've right. said that before. I just, I just sing constantly. So I guess my sort of game plan is, hey, I'll just sing louder. I'll just sing louder and more constantly. And then that'll drown out her beautiful uh, singing voice and her laughter. And so I just, I just won't have to, like, worry about that too much. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you know, my tied and true method always, all throughout life, and, you know, again, lessons we will part to our children and our past selves is, you know, make them laugh, make them breakfast. So yes, yeah, that's that's true. You just got to keep or, her no, laughing, even better. Man. Yeah, yeah. If I if I make her laugh, then exactly. Surely that's a good sign, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Yamahime uh, often attack people, and especially woodcutters who wander into their vicinity. Um, they they and again, almost kind of like the sirens. Like you hear this laughter, you're like, ah, I better go investigate that. I better forget rule number one about yokai about yokai. And fearsome critters don't go into the forest. But what's this laughter? I need to figure out what it is. Um, and then you get your blood drained. Or occasionally they drain the life force um, uh, of their victims through other means, uh, such as sex. So you're there, emaciated, like leaned up against a Japanese pine tree uh, on death's door. Didn't matter. Have sex. <laughs> yeah, death by snoo snoo. Death by Snoo Snoo. Um, <laughs> Death by weird yokai Snoo Snoo. Yeah. Yeah. So there, there is another. Yet there is a story that also has another option too. Um, so one story goes in uh, Hagashiyosuki uh, Miyazaki uh, Prefecture. A hunter was aiming at a monkey because, you know, the okay. monkey hunting trade there in Japan. It's one of their top exports, right? Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, a uh, hunter was aiming at, at a monkey. <laughs> God damn it. I'm sorry. I just don't what you said. Jesus, Josh. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, not at all. Not at all. I just thought um, it was a good one. You're, you're so, good. That was just a good one. A hunter was aiming at a monkey when he suddenly felt pity for the animal and lowered his gun. Uh, the monkey approached the hunter and placed a slug in his hand. Later, the hunter encountered a Yamahime, but she did not attack him, and he was able to escape. This was because Yamahime hate slugs. They'll eat frogs, they'll eat snakes, they hate slugs. So, I also just have to figure, like, oh, okay, if I, you know, uh, uh, get a terrarium and filled up with slugs, that will also, you know, give me enough protection that... We could just see what develops. Why we'll, we'll we'll just see what happens with me and this uh, Yamahime, this mountain princess here. <laughs> so, so there's a cool bit in there with the uh, slug snake uh, frog combination. Um, mm. uh, uh, there's a really famous ninja story called the Tale of Gallant Jiraiya, in which the uh, gallant toad ninja Jiraiya saves the uh, slug princess Sanade from the great snake Orochimaru. Um, Oh, it was shit. used as like the base storyline for Naruto, like the three legendary Sanin, Jiraiya, or Jiraiya uh, Tsunade, Orochimaru. But so, yeah, it's like a weird rock, paper, scissors, like frog <laughs> beats snake, snake beats slug, slug eats frog kind of thing. Mm, gotcha. Yeah, that's kind of that's awesome. kind of cool. Yeah, <laughs> that's like cool. everybody will have an affinity to one. Like, yeah, it's kind of mm-hmm. that's pretty yeah. neat, Josh. Yeah, yeah. I was neat. I was also Sorry. kind of thinking like, so yeah, not only like the rock paper scissors thing. I was also thinking this must be the kind of. Uh, Japanese mythology equivalent of uh, uh, Aesop's fable of the mouse and the lion. Like the mouse mm. takes the thorn out of the lion's paw 
and then the lion comes back and like saves the saves the mouse. Except it's a monkey that you're going to shoot, and you decide not to, and then it gives you a slug. <laughs> anyway, all which this is, is a to different s- kind of bullet. Which is <laughs> a different kind, of, yeah, a different kind of bullet. And all this is to say, Yamahime, um, I'm still sw- swiping right, yeah, or left, <laughs> whichever is the one that sh- says, yeah, I would consider it. <laughs> okay, right on. <laughs> also, vaguely crunchy hippie chicks are hot. Just we can say so. I, I again, also having grown up in Colorado and having yep. <laughs> some experience with some of those Boulder Crestone. <laughs> We've all spent weekends in Crestone. We've all spent weekends in Crestone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, another PBR for me. <laughs> Back to Big Deal Brewing, brewed by Labatt here in America. Um, and as I read the gigantic back page here, oh, yeah. um, they are in association with uh, Spit and Chicklets. It's an American hockey deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't realize that they had partnered with them, but I follow them on Instagram. They put up cool hockey fights and shit. So there's your free plug out of oh, Mark sweet. is Spit and Chicklets. Yeah. <laughs> These are actually pretty good, man, for like a $12 12-pack. 12 you yeah, know what? I'm, I'm going to have to see if I can find it, yeah. I could definitely put down worse. I mean, okay, well, and, and so I'm just doing... Uh, uh, apparently, yeah, they. this is this is, this is is new. It, uh, October uh, 22 is apparently when they made their... Oh, wow. ...debut, so, yeah, sweet. Yeah, big deal brewing. Good on you guys. Big deal brewing. Okay, yeah. We can be nice. friends, well, yeah. Shoot, we'll... we'll, we'll Try to find their uh, social media, and this can be the year of Big Deal Brewing too. We can do that. Try and try and partner up with them. Maybe get maybe get a little something going. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but uh, but anyway, okay. So um, let's see here. Uh, actually, so it's like we were kind of like doing like 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 twosies for a bit. My my next one is also similarly uh, related, kind of with um, Yamahime. So I just may proceed. Uh, yeah, sure. With uh, next one here, this is uh, Warai Ona, uh, also AKA the Laughing Woman. Uh, ah, her yes. her habitat is the mountain trails, and uh, her diet is travelers. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what she does. I wonder what, it, what what could this ever be? Uh, Warai Ona look just like human women in their late teens. So it's all above board. It's all above board. Late right, teens. Right, right. Uh, as we discussed in our anime, <laughs> loose robes. It's no like, oh, I'm a thousand-year-old dragon in the body of... Nope, late teens. Um, <laughs> they appear to people who travel uh, in the mountains on the 1st, 9th, and 17th day of each month. First, ninth, seventeen. Okay, okay. So you know we can work around to that. You know, f- fair mm-hmm. enough. Uh, and uh, despite their non-threatening appearance, Warai Ona are quite dangerous. Those who travel into mountains where w- Warai Ona live risk their lives. Upon meeting one, she will laugh. Uh, she will smile and laugh uh, at a person. Uh, her laughter is infectious and often causes those who meet them to laugh along too. However, even after the Warai Ona leaves, the people who laughed along with her will continue rolling on the ground, laughing until they are out of breath and unable to stand. 
These, these fits of laughter progress into a terrible fever, which, after a few days, kills its victim. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. Even those who, re- who resist laughing along with a warai ona are not safe. Merely hearing their laughter is enough to induce psychosis. Um, they begin to hear mocking laughter wherever they go, even from rocks, trees, water, and winds. Those who survive such an encounter are doomed to hear this yokai's mocking laughter wherever they go for the rest of their lives. Hmm. Okay. Okay. So, again, you know, I think there's some workarounds. Uh, thanks to you, Mark, I have this uh, uh, kick-ass set of uh, Raycon earbuds. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that has pretty decent noise filtering technology. <laughs> so. God, what is this? Three plugs in one show? <laughs> I guess, man, we're that we're almost as desperate as a high school Josh on Valentine's Day. <laughs> and the offer code whizzing in the shower to get your. <laughs> uh, but you know, okay, yeah, or or much like you were saying, you know, if I can like out, if, if I can make her laugh first, right. as opposed to her laughing on her own, maybe that, maybe that's a part of it. Uh, we'll just see. Um, but um, uh, one one story at least um, says long ago a samurai named Higuchi Kan uh, Kandayu ignored the villagers' warnings and went hunting with his retainers on Mount Toko on the ninth day of the month. Uh-huh. On the trail, a beautiful woman around seventeen or eighteen years old appeared before him. She pointed a finger and laughed at him. As she laughed, her voice grew higher and louder and fiercer. Soon it seemed to Kandayu that the entire mountain was laughing at him. The trees, the rocks, the river, and even the wind seemed to echo her laughter. Kandayu and his retainers fled in terror, and when they finally exited the mountains, his retainers all fainted. Although he escaped successfully, Kandayu was haunted by that laughter, which echoed in his ears until he died. Wow. Which, uh, yeah, definitely brings to mind... Uh, the phrase, I believe, it, I think it's attributed to Margaret Atwood. I don't know if, it, if that's a f- genuine or a false one. But, you know, it's uh, 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 men are afraid that women will laugh at them. Women are afraid that men will kill them. And men are also afraid that women will laugh at them and then become uh, 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 psychotic from that laughter and then fall down and die. <laughs> <laughs> On the 1st, the ninth, and the 17th of the month. So I think what we can just come down here and say is that women are only funny three days a month. Gotcha, buddy. Gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. SNL, kidding, don't come for me. Don't. Jezebel, no, stop. Ah. <laughs> oh, must be that time of month. <laughs> I like to think that there is. Those three days are like... <laughs> Women are compelled to be they're just like real bitty I don't like real bitty, real punny, like <laughs> I had to get away from Julia. Why? Oh, she's having her monthly ha ha I don't know. I... <laughs> monthly ha I love my wife, but I swear to God, she comes at me with prop comedy one more time. I'm just taking the kids yeah. and going, man. I just Carrot Top hasn't been good in twenty years. I don't know what she's trying to do. <laughs> And all she does is do props about how funny her vagina is, so it makes it even worse. <laughs> yes, I stole a South Park line. I'm sorry. That's but, but hey, you know that's that's 
It would. It also is totally within Two Wizards territory to yeah call upon call upon South Park to do. Um, <laughs> okay, Mark. What? Who? Who else? Who? Who else do you have for me? For young Ajax? For any of our listeners who who might uh, learn from the some who might learn from some of these lessons of love. <laughs> Well, Josh, um, our next Jokai, much like love, can be found when you're not even looking for it. Um, but before that, I got to ask you: Do you like the band, the Decemberists? Um, uh, sh- sure. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm not. I'm not like you know. I'm not crazy for them. I don't hate them. But it's like, oh, okay, yeah, they're on. Yeah, yeah, cool. Okay, I can do it. Okay. Well, that ties into my next one: uh, Tsuru Nyobu or the Crane Wife. Um. Mm. The Tsubu Nyobu, she is like a lot of yokai in that uh, she represents what happens when you're a lonely old man who finds a suffering animal and then you suddenly take a wife. Well, Tsuru Nyobu. Uh, The story goes that there's always a man out in the woods and he always finds a crane and the crane always has a bad wing or something. He will pull out the arrow, he will suck out the poison, he he will dab off the frog... Jelly? I don't know. He will fix the injury, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Um, The crane will then be so happy and then fly away. The next day, a beautiful young woman will appear before the rescuer, and she will, you know, just, hey, I'm traveling, and I want to hang out for a minute. Do you mind if I stop by? And, of course not, because you're a lonely old man living in the mountains, and you go, yeah, please, by all means, I got a guest room. I got this four-bedroom pagoda that I never fucking use. What's it here for? And so she posts up. And you go about your old mountain man duties for the day, but when you come home, you realize the house is super, super clean. Um, Girls know where to be found, but the house is clean and dinner's on the stove, and, well, hot damn, this ain't bad. And then eventually she comes back, and, well, you know, Josh, the story always goes that time makes us all fond of each other, especially in close proximity, and, and, and you, this young man, old man in the mountains, would come to fall for this newcomer. Um, and in so falling, she goes, yeah, I'm super into you too, dog, but I got one condition. Um, I, I'm self-employed, so you got to stay out of this room while I'm in this room. As long as you hear sounds coming out of this room, I got to ask you to not open the door. Please just give me my privacy. And you, of course, go, yeah, I'm an old man who can't remember to make and keep promises. <laughs> and, of course, it so happens that, you know, one day you hear her in the room doing her thing, and you open the door and go, hey, honey, want something? And you look down, and, oh, my God, Josh, where this beautiful woman was before is now a, a bird, and she's weaving a beautiful cloak made out of her own feathers, and she has plucked her body dry, or plucked mm. her body bare to make this beautiful robe. And it doesn't matter because you have seen her and you have broken the contract and she was going to use it as her like marriage kimono to you, but you ruined it, dog. And she promptly turns into a crane and flies away and you make the forever alone face. Yeah. And to quote the Decemberists, I will hang my head, hang my head, hang my head low. Because you just missed out on the crane wife. And my lesson of love for the young Ajax is give the woman her privacy. If she says don't do a thing, don't do a goddamn thing that she tells you to not do. Give her her space, and don't question a good thing. Right? Yeah, that's the, it's it's so it's so easy. It's so tempting to be like, oh yeah, what's the uh, you, you know? Because because you're so infatuated, or or on the other hand, you just get so accustomed, and you're like, no, whatever. Right. This is this is still my house. I can do whatever, and then yeah, and then you lose that on something like truly magical. Yeah. 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 Literally, literally, truly magical. <laughs> give women their space. And men, yeah. couples, give each other your space. It's not separation. It's good and it's healthy. 
Right. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it is a, oh man, and again, you know, never was there a tale of more woe than this old Japanese man and his crane, crane waifu. <laughs> <laughs> never was a tale of more boohoo than old Japanese mountain man and his crane waifu. Yeah, we got this. <laughs> when your girl's getting ready, let her get ready, or whatever, or whatever Oof. it is. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, um... Maybe I don't know if that's the moral that you're supposed to. I, I'm, I'm, buddy, I'm, I'm we are doing that. yokai. It's okay. I'm, I'm amazed that. it took us this long to get problematic. Honestly, Tr- truly right. Like a lot of these have been more or less like kind of like, hey, this isn't half. This isn't half bad. Sure, she'll eat you or whatever, but uh... but I can well, still respect I... her as a thinking woman, right? Yeah, right. She's exactly. her own person with thoughts and motivations and her own keys. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, Well, my next one that may may be of interest, I I might consider. uh, This is uh, Kappa Musume, um, also known as the Kappa Daughter or Kappa Girl. And Mark, we've we've talked about Kappa before on Yokai Part Five, one of the like top top five Yokai, one of the five most like popular, famous ones. They're like big hitters, yeah. Yeah, and this is a Lady Kappa. Uh, and they look often just like young human women, uh, but they're really Kappa in disguise. And so they show up unannounced in human villages and try to blend in with the locals. Uh, and they often don't act out. They're, they're not getting into trouble. They're, they're not like pranking people or like getting into mischief. Um, they usually just want food. Okay. And so when somebody feeds them, they will repeatedly visit that house until they eventually wear out their welcome and then they're driven away. Um, And so, again, you know, there's all sorts of variations to these stories. But um, while the minor details differ, the general pattern is the same. A cute young girl shows up and some kind humans offer her food. Eventually, the humans suspect that she may be a Kappa and end up betraying her. Her disguise revealed she runs away never returns much like crane girl Mm -hmm. like that Mm -hmm. so one such story goes long ago in hayakawa uh yamanashi there was a husband and wife who lived by the riverside one april as they were preparing to plant their garden a strange young girl suddenly approached them from out of nowhere they invited her to their home and offered her some tea and yams and although she eagerly spoke to them she could not under they could not understand anything she said She was clearly not a girl from their village. The couple consulted with other villagers about what to do with the girl. Someone suggested that she might actually be a kappa disguised as a human girl. The couple were so creeped out by this that they decided to test the girl by feeding her something that kappa hate, the juice of a bottle gourd. Um, You'll recall, kappas go crazy for cucumbers. They love Mm -hmm. cucumbers. Um, Right. But apparently the juice of a bottle gourd uh, has nothing doing. So once again, uh, the next day, the, uh, she visited their home and they offered her tea. But this time they mixed in uh, some bottle gourd juice. The girl gulped down the tea. But as soon as she had done so, her face turned into a sickly green. She clamped her hands over her mouth and ran to the river, disappearing into the depths. Um, and so the couple on the one hand, they were like, aha, we were right. You know, she, she or, or they were right. She, she was a Kappa. Um, but they didn't feel relieved. In fact, they wonder if they had done something bad because the girl hadn't 
been doing them wrong. She wasn't like eating them out of house and home. She wasn't, you know, like trashing the place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't know. Maybe that's another. Maybe that's the other thing too. You know, uh, perhaps a lesson is something along the lines of like, you know, don't don't always be looking for problems because they just might not even be there. You know, it might it might just be. Yeah, this is just a girl who. Sure, you kind of have a hard time understanding what she's saying, but she's doing okay. She's fine. You know, there's, there's not there's not necessarily anything wrong with that. Um, and uh, I also recalling um, some of our other yokai episodes, knowing how strong Kappa are because they love to wrestle, and mm-hmm. when their little head divot is filled with water, they're like overpowered. Uh, you and I both have talked about our love of muscle mommies and. Amazonians and uh, <laughs> so yeah having yep. like a muscle mon- mommy kappa mu- musume that that sounds fine to me who could just like pick me up and carry me around everywhere <laughs> <laughs> again sign me up <laughs> I will take kappa lady wrestling um so okay so you remember Ken Moon you, you just yes. mentioned him like you, you know you, you bow a little bit and like undo the head bowl water mm-hmm. i'm assuming same rules right like and then mm-hmm. she's like oh he's bowing like a gentleman Ooh. and then you think your <laughs> four leg locker ass yeah i'm in let's do this <laughs> well and that's the other nice thing too because you know depending on how you're feeling that day if you're feeling a, a little more sub then yeah you just like fill up that that head bowl and just have her like throw you around the house if you yourself are feeling a, a little more dom then you just tip the head bowl out, and then and then she's the sub. And you know, hey, look at that! It's you know, uh, a, a perfect perfect way to to communicate across the range of like how you choose to express your love. Yeah, and communication is important in all manners of relationship, but also especially you know in you know the physical ones too. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Even if you can't understand the words that she's saying because she's speaking that. Kappa language. <laughs> Garbled you, Kappa, yeah. You'll figure it out. You'll figure it out. <laughs> Sounds like fucked up Donald Duck. <laughs> I just see you as like 1800s Japan Josh, and you're just like, all right, I'm home now. And you just, you know, your 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 Kappa wife is cooking you dinner, and you look up, oh, honey, this looks great. Yeah, I thought maybe we could use it to fuel us for tonight. And you're like, oh, but I'm kind of tired i have a headache oh no i wasn't really asking so much and you know cut to there you're in a sumo ring you're like can't we just cuddle and she's like aha and tackles your ass <laughs> yeah, <you're> right. <laughs> man josh you're looking tired the missus keep you up i don't want to talk about it i don't want to talk I'm about so, it <laughs> i'm so tired of I'm, so, I'm just so tired <laughs> all she wants to do is wrestle i'm not andy kaufman for fuck's sake yeah <laughs> Oh, God. Oh, that's too awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I like those. You you do it, though, right? Like, Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. Okay, no, nothing else. You suddenly, okay, so, okay, here we go. You suddenly wake up tomorrow. uh, Thanos snap, bam, there you are. And there you are walking by the river, and she tries to take you down. You go for it, right? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, Okay. I mean, not to get. Not to get too, uh, uh, not to give too much of a of a of a glimpse into um, the Midwest Wizard Tower, but uh, yeah, the Mrs. Wizard and I like 
wrestle often. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, you know, like you kind of let her win. You know, the first one was like, right. oh, no, I, you really got me. And then you just like flip that switch and say like, okay, now we're actually doing this. And she's like, oh, Teehee, you're so strong. And, and like, yeah, that's it's a it's a it's a healthy balance. Uh, and um, what's that adventure time quote? Uh, some 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 good, um, well-disciplined rough housing is whatever, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Works out great. <laughs> it Works out great. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you break your nose? Oh, I don't want to talk about it. I don't, we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> Speaking of fucked up faces. <laughs> um, I already called out earlier, this is our eighth uh, yokai episode. If you're mm-hmm. counting the uh, cryptid midterms last, or no, two years ago now. God damn, what is time? <laughs> when we did cryptid midterms versus yokai midterms. Or not, crypt, uh, Fearsome Critters versus Yokai Midterms. Right, 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 right. Um, So this is number eight, and across all eight of those, there's always been one, and I go, Josh, you're not allowed to do this one. Okay, yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, But we're going to do it tonight, because I wanted to do it right, and we're here with Yokai I would like to learn to develop fond feelings for. Uh, we're going to talk about the Kuchisake Ona. Oh, yes. Yes. Yep. This one has been a long time coming. She uh, has been haunting Japan as early as anybody can remember, but as early as the Edo period, uh, which spanned from 1603 to 1868. And I know I don't need to tell you that, Josh, because you, of course, know all the periods in Japan. Um, yes. But to yeah. put it into context, uh, Kuchisake Ono was terrorizing Japan for as long as America was being colonized and then into the antebellum period, which is... Right. Fucking weird to think about. Um, and now I don't know if we have done this yet, but it's time to open a window because we're about to get all problematic up in here. Just like the United States, or Japan has had a past that is pretty much just violent and horrible all the time. And the violence and horror are compounded by a magnitude if you are a woman. And that's yeah. where we get Kuchisake Ona. Uh, she is the spirit of a woman who was killed in a violent way, and she could be anybody. A wife, a mother, a sister, a nun. It does not matter. This is a woman who dies horribly. And then she will be reborn as the second most beautiful woman you've ever seen after Jorogomo. But with one glaring flaw, her mouth is, you know, slashed across. Like the Joker. How do I get these scars? Well, the samurai killed me. And that's where we get the name. Kuchisake Ona means the split mouth woman. She hides this uh, facial feature behind a covering. At first, this was like a veil. And then in the modern era, this is a surgical mask. Oh, okay. okay. Um, you know, so like, without getting too problematic about it, you know that image of like, think of a Japanese tourist. Why are they wearing fucking surgical masks? Well, it's because that's what that's what they do. You know, like, it's that idea that Asian people all wear surgical masks. Well, little did you know that was actually so Kuchisake Yona could hide amongst their numbers. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so she dons this mask. She does up her hair. She finds something sharp. And then she sets out on the town because she's a sexy ghost. And it's ladies night, Josh. And the feeling's right. 
Yes, it's ladies' night. Oh, what a night. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. Walking quietly down the street until she meets somebody, anybody, the first body that she sees. And she will ask them the question, Watashua kire? Am I pretty? Uh, should you answer no, she will kill you horribly. If you say yes, she will then take off her mask and say, Kore domo. How about now? If the person is reasonable, they will scream in terror, and Kuchisake One will give them a makeover by splitting their mouth open, like hers, and then horribly murdering them. Should the person lie and say, oh yeah, you're beautiful, she will follow them home, where she does what? That's right, horribly murder them. Okay, so, so, so something happened. Something happened in the 20th century where people were being found dead. And it was being chalked up to ghosts, serial killers, and mass hysteria. But the recurring theme was it's Kuchisake Ona, and she's killing us. Like, mm. ideally, this is post-war Japan, and we're afraid of the sins that we've wrought. And now all these people that we did terrible things to in Korea and China are back. And right. we're in trouble now, right? So this flood is everywhere. It's mass hysteria, mass panic in a time of already badness. And it re explodes in a... You know, they're all over the place. Really, it's a Kuchisake on a flap. Just like, you know, Mothman and anything else. But we're not rounding up posses here. Because the Japanese don't really round up posses. Instead, what they do is solve your logic puzzle with a loophole. Because, you know, be clever, dude. Yeah, um, right. You can confuse Kuchisake Ona. Um, if you just, like... So, you know, she will ask you, uh, Watashi wa kire? Am I pretty? And you can say something to the effect of... Uh, Gambate Packers, or Turicotrito, or Polatadena, or Nachos are delicious, and she will go, wait, 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 what? And that'll yeah. give you time to run away. Oh, okay. So, yeah. right, so you, so you, okay, right, 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 right. Yeah, you, you give a non sequitur. Exactly. You don't, you don't answer a question, and then that gives you time to yeah, yeah. get out of there. Yeah, yeah, okay. am I pretty? Oh, yeah, about quarter past three. Yeah. Um... Or, if you're like me, and I know I am, talking to women is goddamn terrifying. Let alone lying to them can also be terrifying and hard, especially if they're going to kill you. So what you can do is, again, if you're like me and I know I am, you probably got money on you. And if not money, you probably got candy on you. And you can throw money or candy or candy at Kuchisake Ona. And I'm not oh, kidding okay. here. There's literally, so Japanese hard candy, beke am, or Beko Ame, are said to be like her favorite treat, which sounds really fucked up to give a ghost lady hard candy when her mouth is all dicked up because i just like yeah. see it like bouncing around like falling out of the cheek slits and shit whatever i don't <laughs> want to think too much about it that's why she wears a mask to keep the candy in yeah oh, that's gross <laughs> leaking lemon ball juice <laughs> um <laughs> you can distract her this way and you know throw candy at it it'll go away maybe but at this point uh kuchisake one ona might be our realist and most authentic yokai because we can, st we still see them. You can go onto YouTube right now and look up videos of them, just oh like boy. Bigfoot, and we already know that Bigfoot is totally real. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, that would be. Uh, yeah. Oh man. That would yeah. be. I'm. I'm also reminded too of. Um, oh, who is mine from uh, Modern Yokai? The the toilet paper one. Oh. Um, yeah. Aka, Akamanto, that was it. Akamanto, yeah, red cape. Yeah, yeah, yeah red, red cape, that's right. Yep. Where, yeah, it's like, it's, a, it's that whole thing, like, just because you get asked this question that seemingly has uh, 
uh, uh, binary answer like yes or no, red or blue, whatever. Um, yeah, you just don't you just don't answer it, or you, you come up with something else. And um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. My I also have a lot of uh, sympathy um, for. Uh, uh, Futakuchi Ono, you know, like... Uh, Futakuchi's double mouth, but yeah. Oh, yeah. no, wait, sorry. Yeah, sorry. No, you're fine. Different Kuchi different, sake. different, different poor woman with uh, fucked up mouth issue. <laughs> I had a whole segment in here. I don't know if you looked at that outline that I'd thrown up, but it was uh, Women Be Eaten. Oh, yeah, that's what... <laughs> and <laughs> that one, the Futakuchi, was like, if you don't... If you're, like, cheap, she develops a second mouth... So you need to pay for two meals. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the premise behind there. But, but, but my lesson love here, Josh. Um, when it comes to women or men, sometimes you are just damned if you do and you are damned if you don't. But money and candy is usually a good distraction. Yeah, but also now true. more than ever with COVID resurging, wear a mask. But also beware of what lies behind their mask. Pre pre COVID. Yes, you, you, you're, you're absolutely right. Like, like, like wearing a face covering, wearing a mask was essentially pretty standard in a lot of Asian countries. Like, yeah. even if you weren't feeling sick, you know, you're going out to the store, you're commuting, whatever, you just, you just wear a mask. Um, and then we got to experience that for a couple of years and just how, mm-hmm. just how crazy that was. And I will fully admit, you know, uh, teaching... Uh, was it just two years? I think it was two years that Ohio State officially had like kind of masking in the classroom mandates. Um, Jesus. And then that third year when things opened back up again. Um, and yeah, I definitely had the like kind of double takes where I would see my students from previous years. And they're like, oh, Josh, hey, how's it going? And I would be the whole like, oh, God, that's what you look like. underneath." <laughs> yep. And not and not like a negative, not that they were like ugly, but just like right. You don't know what people weird. look like. Weird, yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um. So so yeah, I, I think we get to, you know, uh, I, yeah, you can maybe call this a silver lining of COVID world that we get to like, kind of understand that phenomenon a little differently now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I know it's weird. It's weird. Uh, but uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe yeah. there is some just horrible slit mouth woman that's sitting in her criticizing television class. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> she was the one you docked because she didn't participate. Yeah, yeah. That would make sense. Ah, I should have brought candy on our quiz days. <laughs> <laughs> would have saved us all some trouble. <laughs> Oh shit, she gave me a bad review. Damn yeah. you, Kuchisake Mandy. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh boy, Mark. Well, I, I I mean, okay, I guess I have maybe one more. There's maybe, maybe one, one more. more. Okay. Yeah. And this is I, I okay. Like I, I was saying I didn't necessarily have a theme. Um, but now that I'm now that I've come to the end, um, and I'm re- reflecting I think almost all of these are like kind of like mountain women yokai or like live by a stream or something like that. Maybe maybe the point of this story is I'm tired of living in a metropolis and I want to get out back in nature, even if it is with waterfall demon princess uh, 
Takiyasha Hime. Um, maybe I, I just need to get out more in nature. Um, because my last one here, <laughs> uh, kind of related to uh, Kappa Musume. Okay. May, okay. Maybe similar, maybe not. Uh, but this is Yajo. Yajo, okay. And uh, so Yajo means wild woman, and she lives in and around mountain streams. And uh, Yajo are aquatic monsters that resemble human women and Kappa. So I guess uh, 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 in contrast to Kappa Musume, who are Kappa who uh, appear like cute women, cute, cute, cute young women, um, mm-hmm. Yajo are just like straight up lady Kappa. Um, they're, they, they have long hair, bright red lips, slender eyes. But they're covered in dull blue scales like fisher snakes, um, and they have okay, the webbed okay. hands. They have, they have the webbed hands and feet with uh, three claws uh, on 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 each. So they're ba- yeah, they're basically just like Lady Kappa, um, and they <laughs> and they emit a strong offensive fishy odor. Moving on. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I need to say anything more about that. Uh. Wait, 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 wait. Back up, Josh. Um, kind of weird looking, vaguely humanoid, three toed, stink to shit. Yep. Is, is is this a yokai or is this the Thalk monster in Japan? Whoa. Ah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. That's okay. Um. So yes, true to their name, uh, Yajo are wild. They live in the woods, away from civilization, uh, near mountain streams. They are fast and aggressive and full of energy. They love to wrestle. So you know, okay. I was just telling you before about that. Um. Uh, and their foul smell can rub off onto those uh, they wrestle with. Uh. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I'm sorry. What was that? They can do what? So their their foul smell, their horrible, right. disgusting, fishy smell. If you wrestle with them, you're gonna get stank on you. You're you're gonna start smelling oh. the, of the horrible fish oh, okay. stank. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so they are uh, they are attested in the Kaikidan uh, Ekotoba, which is a picture scroll from the end of the Edo period. Uh, but outside of this, we don't really have much. Uh, uh, evidence for them and uh, one legend goes that in the Chikuzen province in the 1740s a man named Kyoroku was gathering firewood in the forest suddenly a Yajo jumped out and grappled him Uh, Kyoroku was a man of great strength so he was able to throw the Yajo off without any trouble but she kept springing back to grab him again over and over no matter how many times Kyoroku threw the Yajo off, she sprung back at him. And finally, he managed to, uh, uh, to escape from the Yajo. He ran to, a, to an inn. He found a nearby inn where he collapsed from exhaustion. Kyoroku was near death, but the guests at the inn gave him medicine and food and managed to revive him. However, ever since, Kyoroku's smell was absolutely unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! But Josh, what did he smell like? I I guess just a horrible fish, kappa kappa smell. Um, <laughs> and so I, I, again, you know, it's 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 the mountains, it's it's the outdoors. 
someone that I can like roughhouse with. And at a certain point, this is this is a mark of true love. This, this is something okay. that was told to me. I was a little skeptical at first, but I 100% believe it. A sign of true love is that you lean into the grossness with your partner. Okay. Like the first, like the first couple dates, you do the thing. You like brush your teeth like crazy. You have your your, your mints. Uh, you try not to like fart or burp. Like you just want to like present yourself as this like you know completely put together you know person whatever whatever. Um, no, no, I shit once a week, honey. It's okay. Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah. right, 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 right. Precisely. Um, and then you know, by the time that you're that you're really committed to somebody and you're and you're with them, like you're farting in front of them all the time. They're <laughs> farting in front of you all the time. Uh, you both have uh, morning breath. And you wake up, but you still kiss each other. And then you say, you smell horrible. And then she says, no, you smell horrible. <laughs> uh, maybe you have like an extra long weekend and you kind of forget to take a shower. And, mm. you know, Monday rolls around and you are just disgustingly ripe. Uh, but yet, like, this person will still cuddle you and watch Netflix. And so that's that's what I'm, that's what I would appreciate about uh, Yajo that would be my lesson for our listeners and for young Ajax is like find find that person that you can just be disgusting with and like they will still love you. Um, Lindsay Jean. Oh. Yeah. The the go. orchid um, enchantress who is who is best friends with the Mrs. Wizard uh, in, in in college. One of Lindsay Jean's is like like what one of her sayings is like it's not true love unless you talk about poop with a person or like you fart in front of them. And so when so when Christine and I were dating, Lindsay was constantly texting her like, did you fart in front of him yet? Did he fart in front of you yet? Have have you talked about your bowel movements? Because <laughs> that's when you know. That's when right. you know. That's when and you so, know, yeah. And so, yes, like sure, maybe... Uh, maybe that one Yajo came on a little strongly to uh, Kyo Roku. Uh, maybe he, he wasn't quite ready for that, but like he has her stink. <laughs> he has her stink on him and he will for the rest of his days. <laughs> and so find that person, find that person yeah. where you're like, yes, I want your stink on me. I, I, I enjoy your stink. Um, and that's how that's, that's when you know that you got a good thing. Right on. <laughs> All right, I like that. Um, I'm going to offer just really quick, um, kids, um, you know, alternative uh, reading of this. If you're cheating, she's going to find out. And we need no better evidence than the song, Let Me Smell Your Dick. Because we all Can know what I we're talking about. <laughs> Let me smell your dick. <laughs> we all know. We all know exactly what that fishy stink is once you wrestle one of these bad Larrys. Or bad ladies, I guess, so to speak. Bad ladies, uh, yeah, so to speak. <laughs> Let me smell your dick. God. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, no, Josh, I oh, remembered. Let me smell your dick. I know you do, too. <laughs> Doc Newman just confounded by... What the fuck is this? Why? What is this? Why? Because he's, his dick stinks. What do you mean his dick stinks? 
<laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay. Oh, that's awesome. Oh god, that's great. Okay, well, all right. So, yeah, Mark, that was my that was my list. Do you do you have any more? Were there any more that you were you were thinking about? Yeah, yeah, I, I got one more. And as long as okay, we're talking perfect. about smelling dicks and so forth, I gotta ask. <laughs> I, fuck, I sure hope that window is still open, right, Josh? Because, whew, um, it's about to yeah. get problematic here. Prob- problematic er, <laughs> problematic here. We're gonna talk mm-hmm. about Nebutori. Hmm. Um, whenever we talk about yokai, we usually talk about how they were people who were punished for their sins and then changed into the creature in question. And then this changing, it acts as the cautionary tale. Uh, Nibutori is different because it is actually the change itself, but then also the resulting tale. Oh, okay. Um, Nebutori means sleep fattening. In Japanese, and it is an illness that can befall any young married woman who commits the mortal sin of eating just before bed. But actually, this is a curse that will befall the husband. Oh, okay. You, you see, Josh, the Nebutori curse takes hold when aforementioned pert hot woman eats before bed, and in doing so, she invites the curse upon her when she balloons into a Mama Junian like proportions. Um, this newfound bulk makes her even more hungry, so she will just continue to eat more and more and more until she's too big to leave the room. This new mountain tank of a woman will become loud and domineering. Probably start smacking you from room, room to room, saying, go get me more jelly donuts, and you go, here you go, honey, but those are clearly not jelly donuts. We don't know what they were. <laughs> Anime episode. <laughs> <laughs> I just see you holding this up in my brain. Sorry. Oh, that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> um, she will become abusive to you, and worst of all, she will lose her sex drive. No! no! Because we all know there is an actual line of, you know, obesity to booby size that is positive until the curve drops off. Um, <laughs> her final form will make a Snorlax go, God damn! <laughs> As her day is spent eating and then sleeping, when she snores off her diabetic coma with snoring that can shake a wagon on the street. It is said that if a home has ten futons in it, she will sleep upon seven, leaving only three for the husband. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Josh... What possible moral could I be importing to my or imparting to my young Ajax? That's right, no fat chicks. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> Nebatori was used as a cautionary tale for young women to not let themselves go after marriage, which yeah is kind of shitty if you think about it. But it's also not that shitty and pretty good advice for both sexes if you don't think about it too right. hard. Um, you yeah. fell in love with a person, but that person fell in love with you, and it's up to you to kind of keep it up. You know, like, don't you don't need to be perfect. No one needs to be at 3% body fat when you're getting home-cooked meals. That's unreasonable, but, right. you know, comb your hair, brush your goddamn teeth, and go hammer out 100 crunches a day. Like, it's better for you. Um, yeah. It also, now in the modern era, more just reflects to the... So the idea that eating before bed isn't really a bad thing, whatever, an after, you know, late-night snack type deal. But the problem arises when you eat this big meal before bed and you leave your dishes to soak, or you just, like, leave your dishes in the sink, right? And this uh. is where this idea of, you know, the sleep fattening can come from. It's the little allowances you allow yourself when you're not doing your domestics. And that's where the problem starts out. Um... 
But it's also a really solid lesson. Like, just do your damn dishes after dinner. Don't leave them to soak overnight, quote-unquote. But also, listeners, now let's just pretend that you were with a person who heard me talking about uh, Nebutori and you got real offended and go, you shouldn't be making fun of women who are overweight. Well, that person is part of the problem, and you need to drop their asses because they don't know what satire is, and as always, two wizards (laughs) is just satire. Right. Yokai are, number eight. The yokai wanna fuck. I don't wanna fuck Nebutori because I'm not into BBWs, but I can understand that some people are, and we're not making fun of anybody. And of course, we already <laughs> all knew that. And Josh, I don't know. Honorable mention goes to the uh, vampire beach snake ladies who mm. scream you into submission when you approach them because they're just so sexy, but it's really a honey pop. But the lesson is. Don't talk to the hot girl. She'll talk to you if she cares about your scrub ass, but you have no right to talk to her. Lay down, Ken. Go play with Beach. <laughs> right. right. Yes. I, I think I agree. Like, like, like yeah, going, going, going back a few steps. Like, yes, the inevitable letting go on oneself, you know, like, yeah, that happens. That's just, that's just entropy. That's, that's just life. That's, that's the laws of the universe. However, yeah, don't don't be an asshole about it. Like you know, like like I've I've put on a whole lot more weight, um, and it's not lean muscle mass <laughs> since the Missile <laughs> Wizard and I got together. Because um, right, what in my track running days, I was I was a I was at a like five percent body fat, and I'm definitely not there anymore. But hey, you know, but. But we're both working out together. We're, we're both doing. We're 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 doing the Orange Theory fitness thing. We're we're working out together, and and knowing that like yes, we are not the same people that we were when we first mm-hmm. were like dating and and whatnot. And we're also not just like completely letting it go either. Um, and we are putting in an effort. You did. Uh, uh, Punch, punch pretty close there uh, with the leaving the dishes to soak overnight because I'm super guilty of that. Uh, hey man, I'm so, not saying I'm blameless either. I do it right. too. So if nothing else, it's a good reminder. It's a good reminder. Like, yeah, yes, take take care of the things that you need to take care of, um, and then that'll avoid a whole extra heap of problems later on. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yes, just. I get soaking, I really do, but right, forks yeah. don't need to soak. D- yeah, there's also there's also yeah. If you have the 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 baking pan that your ribs were roasting on for you know how, however long, and that right, and, and then that's just like carbonized on there. Okay, yeah, you can let it soak. Or, hey, even better, like, put down a layer of aluminum foil, and then you just throw that out when you're done. Um, Remember, this is 2024, and foil is pretty damn cheap, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, so, so yeah, I think, man, Mark, look at us, like, getting not, not just philosophical uh, and fun and dumb, but also, like, truly informative. Like, on this Valentine's Day episode... I'm I'm realizing, and I have a better appreciation for what the Mrs. Wizard and I have, and I'm sure that you are having a similar kind of moment 
Think about the relationship that you have with your Mrs. Wizard. And maybe our listeners are even doing something the same, like, boy, I'm extra grateful that I have uh, this person in my life and not someone who knows frog magic. (laughs) (laughs) That could be a real man. Like, it sounds kind of cool, but do I want to wake up to a frog magic sorceress for the next 40 years? Or maybe you do. I don't know, but it's but I kind of do. Yeah, I, I don't see a downside here. Like and, and you know, so, frog sounds, but right, yeah, right, right, right. Um, and and so yes, we've 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 mentioned often how yokai uh, often form cautionary tales or provide that, but also in the same way of like being grateful for what you have, um, being being mindful of the things that you do want later on. And so, hey, why not use this opportunity if you're still out there on the market? Um, you know, hey, here's an opportunity. Here's an opportunity for you to like think about what is it that I'm truly after? What sort of relationship do I want? What what sort of partner do I want to be? Do I want to be the person who um, leaves smelly fish smell when I hug somebody? Oh shit! I better take a shower. <laughs> um, <laughs> Get in the gym and work out, all of that stuff too. And and think about the ways about how how you present yourself and the type of partner that you're looking for. And then go get it, baby. Go go get it. So get so it. Mark, thank you for joining me. Thank you for your insights on these yokai. And then these okay yokai. These yokai <laughs> I would like to have a future with I'm, I'm i'm trying to come up with something other than yokai i like to fuck but but it's also yokai well, i don't think we've I, actually like called him yokai i'd like to fuck yet so by all yeah. means <laughs> yeah. So, yeah like here at the two hour mark please call him yokai yes. you want to fuck i don't care that my dick's gonna smell like fish i'm taking down a yarrow should it present itself i don't care that my dick is gonna smell like moss and mountain boulder i'm taking down yeah. a yamahime should the i'm sure she likes to wrestle too like yeah, right. I bet exactly. I can show her a thing or two about subduction. Let's go, baby. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly, exactly. So, listeners, also tell us what did you think about this episode? Uh, where are you in in your love life, or are you still looking? Maybe you want us to start like the two wizards love connection, um, and we can and and we can help you, um, uh, mages and uh, mistresses find each other. If that's something you're interested in. If you want to tell us which of these yokai you want to, or maybe you say like, well, hey guys, isn't this kind of like heteronormative? Where are the hunky male yokai? If you want us to follow up with that episode, well, hey, send an email to twowizardspodcast at gmail.com and we will. Or find us on Twitter at twowizardspodc1. Find us at Blue Sky under the High Hammock radio banner. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're active on Facebook and Instagram. Get in touch with us, us there if you want uh, yokai nine, hunky yokai, um, yokai. I would go gay for. Then tell us, and we'll do it because we're practically writing that episode anyway, <laughs> or thinking about it already. Um, you can find me on Twitter uh, at Plaid Barbarian. Uh, Mark, you're on Twitter, and uh, we have some other high hammock radio uh, productions that people might also be interested in. So, what are some of those? 
Yeah, yeah, some of those might be the uh, Dangle Podcast, a weekly retrospective rewatch of King of the Hill. Uh, I think we're, like, done. We're, like, running out of episodes. By, there's, like, one week left of Dangle Podcast. Go listen to it now before we kick into our new project that will be revealed at some point. I think Johnny's still trying to keep it close to the vest, and I'm all down for that. Um, find me on the I Can't Wait to Show My Kids podcast, a cinematic review show where me and our buddy Brad, and sometimes you, Josh, you come along for the ride. And That's we true. talk about movies that were, like, influential or just super beloved to one, but not seen by the other. And we watch them and discuss, discuss them and then say, when do I show this to my kid? My young boy Ajax, who does not exist, but at this point is a tulpa, because this is the third show that he's guested on without guesting on, but he's already here in the room with me and I can see him and it's freaking me out. He's, <laughs> you know, ten years old and he's got a full-on beard and gigantic calf muscles. He's his daddy's son. He's here anyway. Go over there. Go talk to. Go listen to us talk about movies. We're in the middle of John Carpenter. We just rounded out a John Carpenter miniseries. Um, we can come down to the conclusion, Josh, that John Carpenter is his own yokai that actually can travel through time. He's oh. past, present, future, all are one through John Carpenter. Oh, um, John Carpenter. Makes sense. Yeah. In the meantime, uh, give me your best uh, dick scrubbing tips at. Uh, <laughs> Marky Stardust on Twitter. Josh already called out our Instagram and Blue Sky. We're getting a lot of cool engagement over there. I think you also mentioned Facebook. I don't know. Wherever you see two wizards, good times are sure to be had. Let us know what we missed. Tell me that I was wrong because I didn't talk about, like, how many fish princesses there are. Josh, there's so many. There are so many fish princesses. All that will weave beneath the ocean. So, like, there is an entire... So, yokai number nine. Man, that yokai drip, like... Who made what you're wearing? It was a yokai, and how did she make it? Oh, it's the skin of your enemies. Awesome. You look good, buddy. Anyway. If you are in contact with Big Deal Brewing and want to like get us hooked up with uh, some sort of like sponsorship thing, let us know, because... I will work Mark- with you guys. I like your product. Yeah, I, we're, uh, we're actually following them as of uh, this recording, so... Perfect. We're right there. In my next trip, I will be looking for Big Deal Brewing, uh, brewed by Labatt, and... Who knows? Maybe, maybe this is it. Maybe we go. Oh, well, okay. So we're already like well into February now. Maybe we do like every couple of months. We 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 were doing the PBR for a bit. Maybe we do Big Deal Brewing. Maybe we do like something else. I don't know. Yeah. Um, uh, I got something cooking up. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So thank you, Mark. Thank you, listeners. And uh, until next time, uh, my name is Josh, and I'm a wizard. And my name is Mark uh, Shoroni Kofun. That means stay horned up for mayhem Kofun. listeners. Shoroni Kofun. And I am a wizard. Remember to wash your dicks, kids. Once again, <laughs> wash your dicks. <laughs> Take care. Good night. He rolled upon his back, and after that, I killed